Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So don't call the Ghostbusters. It's time for... I never saw that. So this week on I Never Saw That, we have a special guest. Who are you, special guest? Um, I'm Elliot Shelton. I'm eight years old. Uh-huh. This is my first time ever being on a podcast. Um, how do you besides, feel about it? Besides this weird practice round that um, me and mom were both on the same line. <laughs> who's um, mom, Elliot? Who, who's Jen. your mom? Oh, this Jen? This yeah. does, I never saw that? Yeah. Oh, hmm. cool. Who's your dad? Micah Shelton. Me? Yeah, awesome, strong basketball player. <laughs> to talk into well, them. now people are going to get the wrong idea about me. <laughs> no, they're not. You're going to get the right idea, dude. Today we're going to talk about the movie Casper, which came out in 1995, starred Christina Ricci, Bill Pullman, <sighs> yeah. Eric Idle. Eric Idle. Um, a lot of people. Kathy Moriarty. Um, <sighs> I don't know who that is. She played Kerrigan, and oh. she was... She se- She was very familiar, and she reminded me of Kathleen... Not Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Hanna is what I was going to say. <laughs> what? Nope. Kathleen Turner. She was, Kathy Moriarty played uh, Jake LaMotta's wife, Vicky LaMotta, in Raging Bull. That's where I knew her from. Okay. Anyway. Lots so, of other people were in the movie too, but 1995 it came out. Um, should we do a quick little plot synopsis and then Elliot, you can tell us your favorite parts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. A paranormal expert and his daughter bunk in an abandoned house populated by three mischievous ghosts and one friendly one. Anything you want to add about that? Well, the friendly one's name is, but you can guess, da-da-da-da, dramatic pause, Casper! <laughs> yes, thank you for that. <laughs> did, I, did I do a good dramatic pause? Very good. It was, it's always good when you say <laughs> dramatic pause. Yes. Uh, I would add to that <laughs> that okay. Kerrigan, who is played by yes. whoever you said, <laughs> she inherits this estate called Whip Whipstaff Manor. Whipstaff. Whipstaff Manor. <laughs> it's this giant, you know, mansion type place. And it's run down. <laughs> it's super run down. She inherited it from her father, who recently died, and she doesn't really want it. She thinks it's a big crap hole. But then she and her assistant, Dibs, played by Eric Idle, find a note or something that says that there's treasure in the house. So now they want the house because they think there's treasure in it. And that's pretty much all you need to know to get started talking about this movie. Yeah. Um, And in case you haven't watched this movie, like if you haven't watched this movie, then just turn the podcast off immediately because, um, because... This episode will contain spoilers. <laughs> warning, warning, spoilers. Do you think it's yes, worth it having people watch it, Elliot? Did you think it was a good movie? Yeah, yes. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Uh, unless you haven't watched the movie. Like if 
It's not worth listening to this podcast if there's going to be spoilers and you haven't watched the movie. Mm. Like, that's that's just cheating. So, it's tell cheating me... cheating before a movie. <laughs> what happens when Kerrigan and Dibs get to Whipstaff Manor? Do you remember? Um, there are these ghosts. Casper comes out, shows his body, and then they scream. Mm-hmm. And uh, these other ghosts thingies uh named stinky fatso and stretch (laughs) stinky actually is stinky um they they come out and then they keep screaming and in in that part i i said why do they keep screaming like what what are they thinking like why don't they get their butts out of there yeah so basically the ghost scared them away right Mm mm-hmm we were just joined by another potential guest. Does she want to come over and say hi? <laughs> come here. She she said a silent hi just now. Okay, so our other guest has joined us. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Sadie. A little mm-hmm. louder, please. I'm Sadie. How, How old are you? I'm six. Awesome. Uh, actually, it's perfect timing. We were just talking about the beginning of the movie when Kerrigan and Dibs go to the house and there's all these cameos. There was a character from Saturday Night Live that showed up. Yeah, Father Guido Sarducci shows up. He's, He's going to do an exorcism or something. Oh, it was pretty funny. So tell me, you have experience. I have quite a bit of experience. Not, you know, like exactly doing it, but I've studied it. And I talked to people who have done it. I've seen the videos and I feel very confident in it. With my knowledge, I could I could do it, no problem. Then you can handle this. It's no problem. It's like no problem whatsoever. Piece of cake, piece of crumb cake. And then Dan Aykroyd walks out of the house wearing his Ghostbuster uniform and says, Who are you going to call somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny because you guys have both seen Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. So you like that? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So they try the exorcism. They try to call the Ghostbusters, but that doesn't work. Nothing's working. They can't get rid of the ghosts. So Bill Pullman plays a paranormal psychologist in this movie. I think he's a psychiatrist, but yeah. Whatever. (laughs) He is a ghost therapist, basically. Mm -hmm. His wife died and his daughter, Kat played by Christina Ricci. Uh, Her mom died. He is in mourning about it. He's devastated by it. He became a paranormal, a ghost therapist, because he wanted to find ghosts and help them pass on to the other side. Yeah. Basically, because he says ghosts only exist when they have something left to do. But really, he's searching for his wife who died. Yeah. And he doesn't call them ghosts. He likes to call them the living impaired, he says at one point. <laughs> right. Anyway, so Casper sees a oh, commercial yeah, for... Or an interview. I think it's... Doctor... Or no, 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 not a commercial. Right. It's an it's interview. It's on hard copy. <laughs> yeah, and they're kind of making fun of him. Yeah. Uh, everybody thinks he's crazy, and Casper sees this story. And decides that these are the people who need to come. Also, he instantly has a crush on Kat. Right. right? Yeah. And he he goes into the telephone lines and then he travels somehow into the TV of Kerrigan. 
and makes her see this ghost psychiatrist. So then Dr. James Harvey and his daughter Kat travel to, they're in like Santa Fe. They've been traveling around a lot and they talk about how Kat's been at a bunch of different schools. But they travel to Whipstaff Manor and they stay there. They take the job and they agree to try to get rid of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Sadie or Elliot? Um, there, this guy comes, this guy named, what's his name, Guido. We're past that part. Okay. Um, so now we're at the part where Dr. Harvey and his daughter show up. Okay. So, Dr. Harvey and his daughter show up, like she just said. Um, and then, uh, this guy wearing a Ghostbusters uniform comes and... So we're talking about when, um... Dr. Harvey and Kat first show up at the house and they're looking around. She's looking around the house. Who does she meet? Who does she see? They showed up at the house and then they saw a ghost. Who? Casper. Casper, yes. Um, and then eventually in the movie they meet Stinky Fatso and Stretch, but... Who are Stinky Fatso and Stretch? Different ghosts. They are the mischievous ghosts, Yeah. Right? They're really mean. Yeah. They do lots of tricks on people, huh? <laughs> Good. Oh, stop. It's you. Are we scary or what? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get rid of the humans because they want to keep their house. But one thing I thought was funny, when they first meet Casper, Cat mm. is really scared, right? And she calls for her dad, and her dad is like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost here. Okay. And he starts looking like, look, no ghost under your bed, no ghost in the closet. And then what happens? He sees Casper. And freaks out. Dad, Dad, I saw a ghost. It was a real ghost. It was real Slow life down. ghost. What are you saying? I saw a ghost. And it had a head and it was round and it was white and see-through. And... Honey, no, maybe... Dad, please, do not think I'm as crazy as I thought you were. I promise. No, no, no. no but remember, ghosts can't hurt you, okay? They're simply spirits with unfinished business, all right? I... Let's just see about this ghost, all right? Come here. Let me check here. Oh, see? No ghost there. Let me check over here. Oh! No, there's no ghost in there. We can even check over here. There. See? Pleasure to meet you, sir. Yeah. Exactly. Has he, he ever seen a ghost before? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah that's no, when no, we no, find no. out. Yeah, he's never seen a ghost before. He sees so. the ghost, freaks out, um, and then what happens? Like, he, Casper talks? Yeah, Casper talks to both of them, right? Right. What do we do now? Uh-oh. This is Let me look at my... Oh, I forgot to mention one thing that I thought was really funny and weird when Kerrigan and Dibs show up at the house <laughs> when the ghosts scare them off when they first show up Dibs Eric Idle is holding a tiny little lighter <laughs> and using it as if it is creating light in this big huge in a to this giant mansion. room and it it drove me I couldn't <laughs> like why was he holding up a tiny lighter well so that as he if could it burn would, his was providing light later and drop it like, that's the whole, he's, it's Eric Idle of Monty Python fame. He's just there for slapstick purposes, basically. Yes, Sadie, you wanted to say something? 
I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I did too, but it frustrated me too. Like I was just carrying the lighter through as like casually as if it was actually making light. Like it, he was just like, yeah. Yeah, it was really silly. <laughs> One thing I noticed, the house, Whipstaff Manor looked really cool to me. And you guys probably didn't know this, but it was based on a, an architect from Spain named Antonio Gaudi. It was based more on his designs. Um, usually ghost stories are like Victorian mansions, but they wanted this one to look a little different, and I really liked how it looked. It looked really cool. What did you guys think of Whipstaff Manor? It, it was it was pretty cool. Um, it uh, it could use a little work. Like the <laughs> the inside of the house could it for the people that lived there, it could use a little work. Yeah. Well, no one's yeah. lived in it for we don't know how <laughs> fifty long. years yeah. or so. I think. Yeah. Probably. So um, Dr. Harvey and Kat decide to stay there, and they, at first, um, Dr. Harvey starts fighting Stinky and Fatso and Stretch, <laughs> and they, like, go inside him at one point. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, it was really creepy. Yeah, and he turns into different people, and you guys probably yeah. didn't recognize any of the people, but for Mom and I, it was funny. There were little cameos. Do you remember that, Sadie? Yeah. I don't really remember who the people were. Who well, were. they turned into... He turned into three different people. Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill you, your mama, and all our bridge-playing friends. Which I think was supposed to be Stretch. And then Rodney Dangerfield. You think you got a tub? I got a facelift. There was one just like it underneath. Which I'm guessing was Fatso. Mm -hmm. And then Mel Gibson who was stinky. Um, Got it. Which was weird, but they each had like one line that they said. and They were big stars at the time. Yeah. Um, and then he turned into the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt, which was creepy and weird. I do not even remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, I thought the sets and a lot of cameos like that, like this was a really big movie in 95 when it came out. And I read... That this was the first feature film to have a totally computer-generated main character. And going into this, I know you guys were excited to see it. I was worried that it was going to be really dated and look really cheesy and old. But the ghosts, I thought, were really well done. Mm -hmm. um, they weren't distracting at all, and they were stylized enough, and they looked like ghosts that I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Like, I, I was kind of expecting a, an unreal odd cheesy dated dated drawing of a ghost mm -hmm. but it ended up being completely different it was good cool uh sadie do you have parts that you remember that you thought were really funny or just parts you really liked elliot do you have any parts you remember that you thought were really funny or that you really liked when uh that ghostbuster guy came out and said um who are you going to call? Someone else. Mm -hmm. So that was your favorite part of the movie? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really liked that too. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Someone else. Mm, you both loved that part. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys think that the ghosts were funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, at the most, Stinky. You thought Stinky was really funny? How come? Because he was funny. One thing I remember was that they discovered 
so first of all, Casper and Kat become good friends, right? Pretty quickly, they become really good friends. So they're hanging out a lot. Casper doesn't remember anything about before he died. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, Casper's sitting with Cat on the top of this boat. Cat goes there every night. Oh, on the lighthouse? Yeah. Yeah, he pulls her out and shows her the lighthouse view, right? Yeah. Um, and Casper, Cat asks Casper about his life before he died. And then Casper says that he doesn't remember. Right, he doesn't remember his mom or dad or... Siblings? How he died. He doesn't remember anything. How did he die? Well, we do find out later. He starts remembering because Kat starts going through the house and she finds his room and she fixes all his toys. Do you remember that scene? Oh my oh, god, he had some amazing toys. The train set. There's like a Ferris wheel. Yeah, lots of cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So she finds a bunch of stuff. They go into the attic and... She actually finds some newspaper clippings, and he finds a sled, and Casper starts to remember. I begged and begged my dad to get me this sled, and he acted like I couldn't even have it, because I didn't know how to ride it. And then one morning, I, I came down for breakfast, and there it was, just for me, for no reason at all. I took it out, went sledding all day, and... My dad said that's enough, but I couldn't stop. I was having so much fun. Got late. Got dark. Got cold. And I got sick. Dad got sad. And then Casper starts to remember all sorts of stuff. Like his dad was an inventor. Right, that's what I was going to say. Do you remember the invention they discover in the house? Tell me a little bit about it. It helped him get, like, dressed in the morning, and it brushed right. his teeth. Yeah, it's like a chair that they sit in. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a roller coaster, almost. What do you like, call that kind of chair? Easy chair? Chair. I don't know. Just like a, a chair. <laughs> but it's it's like a comfy chair, like a, you know, a living room yeah. chair. with Right. And it's on tracks, and it goes down. Yeah. Yeah. And so what else does it do? He calls it the up and atom, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Why? What else does it do and why do you think he called it that? Um, it helps him get ready. It brushes his teeth, gets him dressed, puts shaving cream on him. And by the way, this is just a joke, but tears his head off. Hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't be very helpful. Oh. So, yeah, he, it puts shaving cream on him and also shaves him. And where does it take him? Um, it takes him to that machine that brings things back alive. Right. It takes yeah. him down to his lab. His, like, the basement. It's, like, below a basement, even. Mm-hmm. It's way down underground where, yeah, where he was inventing stuff. So the invention was this thing to bring Casper back to life. That's what his dad was working on. And then Casper remembers what his treasure was. Um... A baseball mitt and a ball. Yeah, it was a ball signed by Duke Snyder, the Duke of Flatbush. He was a Brooklyn Dodger. All I could think about when Cat was in the chair, and then later Dibs is in the chair, 
right? Who mm-hmm. else? It seems like several people were in the chair. I think they go back and forth a few times. It was kind of, it was pretty funny when Dibs was in the chair. You guys remember that? Uh, yeah. He he gets like toothpaste all over his face. And anyway, but all I could think was this would make the most awesome ride at like oh, Disneyland yeah. or something. Because it was a ride is what it looked like. You're just sitting in a chair and you go down these tracks and these different things happen to you. I am surprised that no one ever made it a ride. I was confused about Duke Snyder, the ball, the autographed Duke Snyder ball and the mitt being Casper's treasure because he died in like the 1800s. But Duke Snyder played in like the 40s and 50s. Did they say he died in the 1800s? Well, yeah, there was a newspaper clipping and the clothes that they showed were all old fashioned, like Victorian era clothes. So that was a little confusing to me. So there's another plot that goes along where Kat is going to school, right? And she makes some friends at the school. Um, But what does she agree to do? Do you remember? They want to have a Halloween party. Go hang out with some boys. There is a boy that she likes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So Kat is at school. And what does she agree to do? What are the what are the other kids looking for? A place to have their Halloween party. Yeah. And she agrees to have it at Whip Stuff. Yes. I thought that part was really weird, though, because it wasn't her idea. One of the kids was like, hey, we are... Because they had a place, but it got canceled or whatever. They can't use the place they were supposed to use. And somebody's like, hey, she lives in this giant old creepy house it's why don't perfect. we have it at her house and then the teacher too was like yeah let's have it at your house and then they voted they did vote yeah um and it ended up that the original person's house got zero votes and whip staff got all of them mm-hmm. yeah yeah well there was a girl there was a girl who suggested her house she's a girl right. who's like the popular girl Who's mean to Cat? Doesn't like Cat. So Kerrigan and Dibs are still looking for the treasure. And do you guys remember what Kerrigan decides to do? Um, no. She's trying to get into the safe to get the treasure. And yeah. she figures out that the invention, or she overhears that the invention brings people back from the dead. And then she decides to kill Dibs. Yes. And then bring him back to life. But she's the one that ends up dying. Alagon! Are you a ghost yet? Carrigan! What a tragic waste. She had my favorite sunglasses. Um, when she dies, she becomes this big, giant ghost. And she's weird looking, huh? She doesn't look like the other ghosts, like Casper and stuff. I thought that was strange, too. She looks like a cartoon version of herself, of the actress. Right. Which I thought was strange. Yeah, she looks like just this weird, giant, 50-elephant-sized... <laughs> is she that Thing. big? I don't remember yeah. being that big. Oh, she gets really big. Yeah. And somebody else dies too near the end of the movie. Do you remember who dies and turns into a ghost? Um, Cat's dad. Yeah, Doctor James Harvey. And then he gets to use the stuff that turned him back 
into um, oh. a person. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So Casper is going to use the magic potion or whatever it is to turn himself back into a real boy. But instead, he gives it up and lets Cat's dad turn himself back alive, right? Which is pretty cool. That part, too, was really sad when Cat's dad died. And then he didn't remember her. Remember? Like, Casper didn't remember anything from before he died. He didn't remember who Cat was. It was really sad. It was a really dark part of the movie. But then they bring him back to life. Yeah. And And now he, and he at this point is friends with Stinky, Stretch, and Bilbo or whatever. Yeah. Fatso. Fatso. Bilbo. God. He said Bilbo. You know what I meant. Bilbo. So, as a reward for Casper being so selfless, do you remember who comes to visit right at the very end? Amelia. Amelia? Who's Amelia? Um, Dr. Harvey's wife. And that's the end of that experiment. That's as far as we got recording with our children. (laughs) We might try again for some other movies. I think we just need to be better prepared, like with better questions. But they did a good job. Yeah, Um, it was fun to listen to them. And since... I hope you had fun. We didn't quite cover the end of the episode. Basically, they see Amelia. Amelia the ghost comes back, Kat's mom. And she... Does she grant Casper the wish that he gets to be a boy? So Casper does get to be a real boy for just a little while. He gets to dance with Cat. They kiss. They float above the ground, which Cat doesn't notice. And then he goes back to being a ghost. But strangely, Amelia isn't a ghost. She's just a normal person that's kind of glowy. She's not like the cartoon ghost, like all the other ghosts, whenever anyone else showed up as a ghost. Every ghost is a different style. Yeah. Except Stinky Fats and Fresh. Fresh? God. <laughs> I called him Bilbo. I called Fatso Bilbo last time. Well, Stinky. there are three names. That's a lot to Whatever. keep track of. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of Casper. We don't need to talk about it that much more. Uh, it was it was pretty good. Bill Pullman's greatest film. Some real weird parts. but Christina Ricci's peak? No? I don't think so. No. Uh-uh. Before we completely wrap up, I want to give a shout out to a few podcasts. I have mentioned on the show before that I met up in person with some other podcasters, so I'm going to shout out some of their shows. Uh, These are podcasts that are hosted by women or at least one woman. They're part of the Lady Pod Squad group, which, by the way, also includes non-binary people and basically anyone but dudes. So we already talked about Not Another X-Files podcast, so I'm hoping that some of our X-Files fans checked that one out. Uh, Another one is called Frisky History, which is what it sounds like, and I'm not going to go into details because this is our episode that kids can listen to. Uh, And then Sirens of Scream is another one, which is about women in horror. And yeah, so if if you're a horror fan, definitely check that one out. And Frisky History is a lot of fun, too, by the way. Uh, Then one that is very relevant to this show is called TFGIF. Is that, thank God, it's Friday? We're trying not to cuss on this episode. Oh, okay. We'll bleep it out. Uh, And it's all about 90s television. So it is, if you like our show and you particularly like the 90s pop culture part of it, I definitely recommend 
checking that one out. It's a lot of fun. They talk about some real fun stuff. Good shows, bad shows, you know, the 90s. And lastly, I'd like to shout out a podcast called That's Weird, which is uh, hosted by two women, and it has become one of my favorites also. And we are going to play a promo for it right now. A quick warning, they do use the SH word one time in their promo. Since I said this was a kid-friendly episode, thought I would warn y'all. Hey, Christy, what do we talk about on our podcast? Well, Ashley, we talk about all kinds of weird stuff. Like aliens. And ghosts. And cults. And cryptids. And witches. And murders. Yeah, even sometimes murders. Basically, we talk about all kinds of weird shit. Oh, I already said that. Oh. So yeah, if you like weird topics, feminist rants, and the occasional F-bomb, you should listen to us. We post new episodes every other Monday. Find us online at that'sweird.org. And subscribe to That's Weird on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So go check that show out. It's so much fun. And they talk about the weirdest stuff, for real. It's very weird. Okay, so again, thanks for listening. If you like us, please do rate and review us on iTunes. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash i never saw that podcast we also have a twitter we love it when people tweet at us at never saw that pod and you can find us on instagram at i never saw that and we have a facebook group and we love it when people join our facebook group because it's a really fun place to interact we often ask for feedback and we have some fun conversations in there so and it's really easy to join there's no quiz or anything you just have to be a real person and yeah. Watch the mask Just, no, completely no, no, all the no, way no, through. No, 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 You don't ever, ever, ever have to do that. Never let anyone tell you that you have to do that. Be strong. Um. Yeah. So join that group if you want. It's a lot of fun, I think. And that's it. So thank you for our theme music to Minus Violet. Thanks to Graham McRae for our artwork. And thank you to Fifi Folios for all of our web stuff. Until next time. See you in the 90s. 90s.